Hey guys, welcome to the Just Danny Podcast with your girl, me, Danny. And you're here, and I am pleased, because child, I really dig your company. So, let's have a conversation and see what the internet done brought us this week. Child, you want to ask me what I did this weekend? <laughs> this weekend, you know, every, all the time, I am in Atlanta. I'm visiting my friends, you know, my boo-boos, uh, Summer and Vaughn. I'm always down there hanging out with them. But this week, Atlanta came to Pittsburgh. I know, right? I was like, what? <laughs> Everybody's coming, so the first part of the week which was um mother's day um my friend Vaughn came into town and you know I told you guys what I did for mother's day but he was here all week he was here till Friday which was awesome because I got to hang out with him I got to chill with him I got to do business with him we did a lot of creative stuff this weekend, not this weekend, this week, and got a lot of things done. We even started up something that is in the works right now that I can't talk about yet, but, you know, it's it's out there. It's about to be a thing. Um, but yes, I, I, every time he, every time we get together, creative juices get to flowing and work gets to be done. I also was able to... Um, participate in a casting process which was really awesome because I'm just so feeling so blessed about the fact that I get to um, experience all these different avenues of creativity in my life so shout out to that production that's coming soon as well but then the weekend came and summer was here you know every time I go with summer we play around so <laughs> We decided this weekend wasn't going to be um, Summer and Danny. It was going to be Lila and Honey because those are our grandma names, okay? And so we were being grandmas this weekend. And we literally hung out like all weekend as grandparents. Now, I had my grandson who is two years old. And let me just tell y'all, I don't have the energy for no two-year-old. But <laughs> I did manage to playing activities for us Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We was chilling. It was cool. We was cute. Uh, I went to visit. We went to visit Vaughn on Friday, so he got to play out in the grass and have a great time. Then we went to the party because Summer's granddaughter turned one. And shout out to Miss Kay Bear because she is adorable. And so we went to her birthday party. And that thing was at Chuck E. Cheese. And I think that you gotta, it's a special kind of person that can handle taking the baby to Chuck E. Cheese, okay? Now, maybe it's just because all of my children are already grown and I did all of the Chuck E. Cheese thing like 20 years ago. But Chuck E. Cheese today ain't the Chuck E. Cheese of yesteryears. They don't have like the um, ball pit one. They also don't have that mousetrap thing contraption thing that the kids used to crawl through off over the ceiling and stuff that is all the way gone they got a solid bar in there i was like is this a club like what's going on it's like baby club that's what uh that's what um Chuck E. cheese is so we had fun there my grandson wasn't feeling the party 
he um he's the only child forgive him don't talk about him don't judge him y'all you know how sometimes you only child people can get i ain't saying everybody but i'm just saying ah. um but he had a great time and then sunday we went to go take the babies to the children's festival which was downtown pittsburgh and um we were um, blessed to be able to go to this show that was just interpretive movement and so there was no speaking it was a very hushed they had these very calming sounds it was designed specifically for babies and toddlers so the babies were intrigued it was interesting because it was like a big group of basically two-year-olds who were Paying attention, listening, watching. Um, there wasn't a lot of crying. There wasn't a lot of um, babies needing to walk around. Now, of course, there was some of that, but there wasn't a lot of it, which was amazing for the fact that these were a bunch of two-year-olds. It was like they were getting the show. And I was like, okay, this is all right. Got to get a baby some culture. So we had a great time. I also got to see my, my friend, my sister, and I love her. And I miss her when she's not here. And um, she just looked so happy this time when I saw her. And you guys know, she done told y'all many times that she was going through a couple of things and that, you know, some there was some sad days or anything. But she, I just, she really looked happy this weekend. And that just made me be able to breathe even better. Like, my friend, she's just so happy. And then she told me she was getting ready to come back not too long. I mean, and, um... Listen to me, I can't even find my words. In the very near future, she's getting ready to come back here. So, shout out to that. And y'all know me, I be in ATL quicker than a heartbeat. So, you know, I may I may do it. Also, um, it's just exciting when you can see your friends in different environments. You know, they're both from here. But they haven't lived here for a while. When they come back, it's exciting to see the fact that, um, like, the city is different to them every time they come. And I get to, like, show them my city, which was their city, but now it's a different city. And so even though they grew up here because things have changed so much, you get to show them different things and give them directions. And, you know, all of that is um, pretty awesome. So, that was my weekend. What y'all do? Men of Morehouse, you are surrounded by a community of people who have helped you arrive at this sacred place on this sacred day. On behalf of the eight generations of my family who have been in this country, we're going to put a little fuel in your bus. I've got the alumni over there, and this is a challenge to you, alumni. This is my class, 2019. And my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans.
know I was on that internet again <laughs> this week, and this is the news. This is a big, big business on the internet, I promise you. What you just heard was part of the commencement speech for this year's Morehouse um, graduation. The commencement speaker this year was um, one Robert F. Smith, and he is a billionaire investor who founded a company called Vista Equity Partners, and they say that he has become the richest black man in America. Uh, that's when, in this commencement speech, we heard Robert F. Smith say that they were his family was going to create a grant to um, take away the debt for these Morehouse men, which was awesome. The... Um, apparently there were um, of almost 400 students that graduated uh, this year from Morehouse, uh, 396 exact. And these kids, you know, Morehouse is an expensive school. Um, I'm not really sure how much the it is a year, but it's uh, all male. Uh, school college in Atlanta, Georgia. It is a very prestigious college if you're familiar with the um, HBCUs, which is the Historically Black College and Universities. Um, then you know that Morehouse is one of the more famous HBCUs. It, it's across the way from Spelman, which is the girls' all-black school. And shout out to Spelman because my baby girl, Michaela <laughs> just graduated from there. I'm so proud of her. Um, she We sang in the same choir at church. We belong to the same church. Shout out to her parents. Um, and this past four years, she made it down there. She did great. The Spelman Choir came to our church twice since she's been there. And... Um, but back to Morehouse. Morehouse, again, is the all-black college. Shout out to my pastor because he graduated from Morehouse, too. He don't never let us <laughs> forget. But it's, it, it is a very prestigious school, and it is very um, expensive to go. And so to have you not knowing at all and go to a commencement speech where, you know, a lot of times when they go to colleges, people do com commencement speeches, and they're not that um interesting sorry guys some of you guys just aren't that interesting when we're <laughs> at these college graduations but to sit there and you're listening as a student i can't even imagine what it would feel like to have somebody say that their family is willing to create a grant to wipe the debt for your college experience the day you graduate. Because y'all know, when y'all graduate from college, child, them people, them student loan people start calling you like 45 minutes after you graduate. Like, you ain't been able to have your graduation dinner. And they already calling like, can we get our money? And you're like, dang, I didn't even get the diploma on the wall yet. But okay. And so this was just an amazing, amazing blessing for... Uh, tons of the students. Now, we know 396 students graduated. Some of them were already, you know, there on scholarship. And um, some, you know, weren't, didn't need any loans. Some people, you know, were pay, have paid as they went. Some kind of things, you know, a lot of things. But 
it still is a blessing for a lot of young men, which means that that creates possibilities that you can't even imagine for a lot of black families to be able to be even more successful because they're not going into their quote-unquote real-world life with this abundant amount of debt, which is one of the things that's always a downfall for people now talking when it's talking about going to college because, you know, they've been trying to do a lot of um, free colleges and campaigning to get that happening. So to have one where somebody just says they're going to pay is amazing. We ain't going to talk about any other people who have done such things and I don't he's not the first person to do it there was a clap back on the internet because somebody came for Oprah Winfrey saying that she needed to pay for some people and she already clapped back saying that she did pay for like 40 students herself to go to Spelman I mean to um Morehouse and some kids to go to Spelman and the other things you know she got the school down there in Africa and all kind of other things so um, although he is not the first person to do it, you know, to pay for some college students to, I don't think that I've ever heard of anybody going to a commence to a graduation and saying, I'm trying to wipe out everybody's debt. They said it's about four, 40 million, I believe is the number that they're saying is the, the price. $40 million would be the pledge that he would be, um, making, towards the school on top of the fact that I believe he gave like 150 million dollars to the school just in general so shout out to Robert Smith shout out to Morehouse College and shout out to all those graduates who were able to sleep even easier after that graduation ceremony if I make some money (laughs) I'm gonna put one of these babies through college without a grant or a loan so you know if y'all know the sponsors <laughs> tell them to call me because i got a lot of people over here that need a debt-free college experience themselves let's not forget guys that the patreon page is up <laughs> and it's always great to play to pay a black woman right so (laughs) i'm asking for a couple dollars from you now the obligation is not high i'm asking you guys to give either two ways you can give two dollars a month which just comes out to being about 24 dollars a year or you can pay the five dollars a month to contribute to me um and that is only $60 a year. And you don't have to pay the whole thing up front. Like you can literally just $5 every month. And that is like getting a big bag at the Wendy's or something like a $5 box at Popeye's or something like that. I don't know. But like, you know, it it, it does assist. Really, it really does assist with the production aspect of this podcast as well as being able to Um, What I'd like to do is be able to um, experience some of the podcasting workshops and things that are coming out because, you know, guys, I'm very new at this and there are other people who are experts at this and I'd like to get some of that training and I'm just, you know, looking for a little assistance. We hear every week. Also, let me just tell you this. If you 
um, subscribe to the $2 tier. When you subscribe on the very next episode, I'm going to shout you out. We ain't going to talk about nothing but the here go your name. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you subscribe to the $5 a month tier, you will get um, extra episodes that will not be here on this podcast. You will be given access to some content that Summer and I put together you'll have some content about some extra episodes that I speak on you know other topics or elaborate on some of the topics here uh and again you'll greatly be helping me out so (laughs) that's a great thing right anyway if you want to assist with the um, podcast in any way you want to go over to the patreon page which you'd have to pull up And again, it will be down in the description box for you if you want to, you know, if you don't want to try to memorize what the website is. But for those of you who are ready to write it down, you got your paper and pencil ready. It is patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash IJS underscore one seven. That's a lot I know, but that's how you find me when you're on there. And then you just kind of follow the instructions. I don't get any of your information, but your you know, like your billing information or anything like that doesn't happen for me. And then it's just an automatic and it only comes out once a month. Um, I believe it comes out at the beginning of the month. So you have a couple of weeks to like, you know, get get your five dollars together every time (laughs) anyway you know I really really do appreciate you guys I appreciate you and let me tell you this if you are not a subscriber to the patreon page I'm still gonna be here every week that's one and two there are other ways that you can support this podcast there are things such as posting up that you excited to hear the new episode actually you know sharing the newest episode saying child listen to what this girl talking about she's talking about something that I really think we all should listen to that works too um posting up clips of what you heard that you're talking about or just sending me a shout out on the you know in my emails hit me in my emails that's um just saying podcast at gmail.com and let me know that you know you have some kind of opinion or that you just appreciate the podcast being here I like reading what y'all have to say and if you send me an email I will comment and I will respond back to you so (laughs) Shout out to everybody and let's keep on supporting um, black businesses. Trigger warning, trigger warning. This week, we got a couple trigger warnings. So... You know, be very cautious with, you know, what's going on. And I'm sorry, guys, but like I'm today we got I got to get into a little bit of something. So, again, it's a trigger warning here. I am going to be touching on some um, situations about women. And um, so, you know, walk and tread slowly with me, but I'm about to go in. Now, last week I told y'all that it was Mental Health Month, but apparently it is Attack on the Female Body Month because I just, 
am very upset with what is going on. Now, first, let me just talk about this. In North Carolina, there is going up a bill that they're trying to change because apparently present day there is a consent rule that basically says that once a sex act is started a woman does not have the right to change her mind so you know, if you decide that you like the kissing and the hugging and the foreplay and all, we're not going to get into for real, for reals. But if you, you know, if you like all of that and you let someone start to do any of that, you can't say no. After that, because the man is starting to get hot and heavy, you can't say no. Don't think about it because not in North Carolina, you got to you got to keep rolling with the punches. And I'm just like, what? What? What are we? I can't tell somebody. I can't change my mind. Is what I can't change my mind about what I want to go on around in my body. I can't do that. So apparently not. Not in North Carolina. And so what do, the difference do it make? Because go to a bunch of other states and I can't make a decision on what I want to come out of my body. Because Alabama has decided you can't, nobody can get abortions in their state no more. I think that it's all but, um, I think that the only reason that you can get an abortion now in Alabama is if you are... Uh, mentally ill or in physical jeopardy like if your physical or mental health is in jeopardy then they are allowing an abortion and let me tell you guys I have never had an abortion I don't have a problem with saying that I have five children every time I got pregnant just about every time I got pregnant I had a baby we all know what that means. But I've never had an abortion. That was my choice. I believe that my body belongs to me and anybody else's body belongs to them. And no state has the right to tell me what to do with my body. It's so crazy to me that you can't okay let's just keep let me just keep moving on real fast to just say that also in georgia um their law is that once there's a heartbeat heard that you can't get an abortion um so they're saying that, that it has to be less than 20 weeks you have to be less than 20 weeks pregnant If you try to do that, or if you have an official um, report of rape or incest, then you can, um, yeah, let me see. It says that as the law is written, it requires that in a pregnancy that is 20 weeks or less and an official police report has been filed alleging a rape or an incest, okay? Um... So, for me, it is just, if you do them, then you you can go to jail. 
you can go to jail for up to 10 years for breaking this abortion law. 10 years because I didn't want to have a baby. Now, some of you guys I know may be listening being like, I believe in abortions. And I just want to just say, if you don't believe in abortions, that is fine. I hope that you continue to not believe in abortions. And anytime you get pregnant, don't have one. But I don't think that it is okay to tell everybody that they can't have one. Because these people passing these laws don't give no daggone hoots about these babies. Because these are the same states that will say, we want looser gun laws. So, like, everybody can just have guns and, and whatever. And we don't want to support health care. And we don't want to support welfare. So, you're telling people to have babies, but then you don't want to assist in any ways uh to sustain these lives and if they get shot by the police or sick with some kind of disease you ain't going to help them you aren't going to have justice for them you're not going to help them to you know be healed so it's, this isn't about concern for enact and i also need to say this not everybody is religious and a lot of the laws are based off of christian values and i am a christian so i understand christian values but i also understand the country that i live in and i understand that not everybody is a christian and so we cannot make people follow christian law because they're supposed to be a thing that is the separation from church and state and again, I go to church all the time, very active in mine, and, or at least I was at one point, pretty active now, <laughs> and I love, I love, you know, it's a lot of things that I got going on in my life, but I still love going to church, and I believe that it is my right to go to church and believe what I want to believe. But I also believe that don't know everybody is not supposed to be sitting right beside me there. There is, there are other religions. There are other ways of thinking and we can't impose them, our religious beliefs on people to just say everything is cut and dry and black and white because it's not. There is a spectrum for everything, people. And I mean everything. And there's a there are reasons why some things need to happen that I I can't question. I've had people in my life who I've known, male and female, who have either had an abortion or been with somebody who has had an abortion. And I want to say that for those people, it was not a very easy thing to do. And it does live on with them. I won't act like everybody I know it wasn't easy because there were some people that was like, hey, you know, I got to do what I need to do for my life. But just the fact that nobody can do it, it makes me so afraid because there are still going to be women and young girls who, for whatever reasons, will still feel the need to have one. And it's going to be a lot of illegal abortions going on. And then that's going to lead to some serious damage done to some people. And that 
scares the bejesus out of me, okay? And then it's like, you're trying to tell me, oh, well, you know, even people who are raped and found out they're pregnant, they're not going to, there's a lot of people who don't report these rapes. And you're like, oh, well, they need to report these rapes. Oh, well, for real? Because as North Carolina, you can't even say no. So, if I can't even say no about the daggone rape, and then I get raped, and then I get pregnant, and I gotta have this baby, because these raggedy people say that we can't even get an abortion, and, you know, now I gotta look at this thing, but none of y'all wanna give me no health care or no welfare for this baby that I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with, and go ahead on and say, put the baby in the system, because let me just tell you, it's not that easy to give birth to a baby, and and hand it off that's not easy either so none of these things are easy and i don't think that we should take away the the right and the choice for anybody to do something to their body it is their body a woman who decides for whatever reason that she needs to do that whatever her reasoning for why she needs to do that is a choice that she wants to make for herself and we just don't have the right to tell her how to choose what to do with her body. Unless you people who feel like, yes, we should, are willing to take shifts. And I'm going to tell you, I know y'all ain't willing to take shifts because every year it is to bring your, bring your father to school day and there's a whole bunch of people who don't show up for that. And I know there's some of y'all that say I can't show up because I got to go to go to work and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the invisible people. But there are men who could show up and stand in the gap for a, a young man who got to go to work or for a, a, a little child whose father can't be there for whatever reason they can't. Do y'all show up for that? No. There is every year in my city, I don't know what's going on in other cities, but I'm going to tell you in my city every year, there is um, a whole celebration on the first day of school that people are supposed to be lining up and celebrating and letting these kids like, oh, come on, we, we just, we believe in you at the school year is fresh, we believe in you. There are a bunch of people who show up then, but by the middle of the school year, ain't nobody standing outside cheering his babies on. Where are you? Where are a bunch of you when they are feeding our children these horrible lunches in the inner city because they don't really want to use any money? Where are you when you're protesting that all of these children need to be born? Where are you when you where are you when there are a bunch of foster homes who are taking children for the check and children growing up in horrific conditions? And I know that there are so many of you who want to say, well, what about the success stories? And I'm there for you because I have friends who have been adopted. I know I work with people who have been adopted. I have dated someone who adopted somebody. I am talking to someone who was adopted. And there have been some success stories. And there have been some stories that were not. And am I saying that any of these people feel like they should have been aborted? I don't even know. That's not a conversation you have with people. But what I am saying is, is that because I've heard the spectrum of the stories, 
And I have been a person who has struggled as a, a young mom, as a single mom, as a black mom, uh, and seeing other people I know who have struggled. I just think that for some people who know that this is not the time or the space in their lives to, to give birth and bring life forth, and don't give me that, oh, well, then you shouldn't have that, and now you shouldn't be having sex if you're not ready to have a baby. People, come on now. Let's not be liars and think that everybody's laying down for the cause of procreation. No, they're not. We're not going to do that. As adults, adults are not doing that. And how do I prove that my mental stability is in jeopardy, my mental health is in jeopardy, if I continue a pregnancy or 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 have a baby that I don't want and then what do you say to a child whose parent didn't want them and was forced to have that baby and because now everybody knew they were pregnant brings the baby home in, in one of those oh well you'll grow to love them scenarios where everybody that give birth is not a mama. Um, and everybody who, for lack of a better word, um, supplies their DNA to create a baby is not a father. What do you say to that child? When we all know that the state doesn't care, they're not concerned about life. And I don't want to get deep into why I believe that these laws are trying to be passed or have been passed, but it's not a good day. It is not a good day. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the fact that the rights to do something is not being given to everybody because most of the people who believe that, you know, are pro-life people uh are basing it off of christian values which means they are imposing their christian values on everybody else and i just don't believe that that's the way that that is supposed to be done um i believe that that is not in love that is in judgment and judgment is not okay so while again i have never had an abortion and although I don't think that I would ever become pregnant again, if I was pregnant again, I don't believe that I would have an abortion. I do believe that it is the right of any woman to be able to have done with her body what she sees fit to have done with her body. You people, men who make these laws and the women who are just fine with men deciding what you get to do with your body. I'm sad. It makes me sad that we are still at a place where we just want to have ownership over people because that's an ownership. When you decide that you have the right to tell me what I can do with my body, it means that you believe you own my body. 
and that's a sad place for us to be in 2019. Shout out to you guys, because I'm just saying, it makes me disgusted. make it to the end of another episode i'm always happy because it's like oh look at us we didn't beat another one and i'm sad because i'm like dang i won't be out till next week but <laughs> either way thank you for listening thank you for supporting don't forget check out the patreon page and hit me up check me out on um twitter and uh, instagram because you know i'm there all the time and there's like an overflow on the Facebook. So if you want to belong to the Facebook group, um, go head on and um, look for Just Saying Podcast. She up there. And I'm going to be asking some questions starting this next week. Not this week, but next week we're going to start posting some questions to see if you guys want to have some conversations with me. Um, you, you also can go head on and send me those messages over there in um, email because sometimes you want to say some things privately and I know y'all got opinions about things going on if you email me I email you back don't worry about it that's all in the show notes so scroll on down don't forget if you haven't subscribed to this page go ahead on subscribe right now tell your friends to do the same thing everybody need to listen because you know we got a conversation going on and check out the internet it's there all the time don't forget to, I am Fix My Life starts June 1st, so set your calendars and get ready. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the Just Stand Podcast. It's your girl, Danny, and I'm out of here.